that there are professionals out there that do understand statistics and odds. Yeah. And I would never play poker with a detective and I'd never play poker with a statistician. Right. Because they'll, they'll sweep the floor with me. Also, never play poker with a woman who has a dagger tattoo on her. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> you might as well just sign your life and your kidneys away right then. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate, and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. This week, we talk about gambling. Do you always bet on red? Like the blood of Jesus, I do. Uh, three, two, one. You yeah, got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Welcome to Biblical Lenses. Uh, welcome to Biblical Lenses. Uh, uh, the podcast where we take a topic and try to look at it from a biblical perspective. In this episode, we be talking about gambling. Which gambling is biblical? Well, don't rush it there, son. Rolling, like, what kind of gambling are we talking about? I'm just trying to put the hook in there so people have to listen to the whole episode. Does does the Bible say something about rolling dice? (laughs) About playing the bones? About hitting the crap tables? Playing the bones? (laughs) I totally, apparently I've never played that game to say playing the bones. Um, Yeah, the Bible doesn't say anything about what we would consider modern day gambling. No. Right. No, there's there's definitely no uh, no the, Bellagio in the Bible. Right, no Bellagio. Yeah. But is there some some lessons? Is there something that's spoken of that is a deep that has deep seated issues with gambling? We're gonna talk about it right yeah, now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it right now. Yeah. Um. All right. We, we, how do we start this? Thing? Well, we normally start with the intro, but it's not up on the screen anywhere. So uh, I'm just gonna start talking, and we can we'll get come to an intro in a second. First of all, though, I I do I do say like we've we've been semi inconsistent with uploading and and i feel like oh yeah uh, i feel like that's just because like you were on vacation like i was doing my thing i obviously can't record an episode by myself uh so say all that to say like i'm sorry to the people that are still listening thank you for your consistency here um but yeah that's the reason why uh we will be posting regularly every wednesday we're now back to for it. the foreseeable future yeah we're getting uh, back to it. yeah unless we're sorry. I, there was like yeah. but you know we'll be consistent for the next two weeks and the holidays are coming uh yeah and yeah, then we're not going to post anything. Yeah, we might not. Let's just No, let's, holidays I'm going to post. Maybe we should do the trendy thing where we end the season and we say season 1 is over, we'll be back for season 2. Yeah. And it gives ourselves a little holiday break. Yeah, Sorry, like that. bummer to you guys, but Yeah, uh, bummer to you guys, to but all five of you that are listening. Yeah, and my mom. Um <clears throat> but anyways, so gambling, man. Yeah, I uh, the reason why I said gambling is in the Bible um is because I'm talking about Jonah where the Jonah's fate is decided by the casting of lots okay. uh, to decide a man's fate. And, and quite honestly, like if I was Jonah, I'd be a, like semi-mad at God because he rigged that gambling to in his favor, right? Well, okay, you know? God doesn't rig ga- games of chance because ooh, maybe we read the Bible, maybe when we read the Bible, we realize there are no games of chance ooh. because God is sovereign. That's true. Is that a problem that we go out uh, playing uh, games thinking or, or that they're yeah. games of chance yep. when really they're not. Well, now here's the thing is my, so my family's always been against gambling. Okay. Um, now have I, as a little kid, 
played like penny penny poker oh. where like yeah like little pennies you're just like betting them uh yeah like have i gotten like stupid scratch off tickets like yeah. every once in a while for you know two dollars yes but i'm also not putting myself bankrupt so my family's always been against it because of the like tendency that people have to gamble their entire lives away okay. right okay like okay. the financial like stability portion of okay. it okay well that like the bible's definitely going to say some things about that we're going to get to that for sure but before we go too far let's just really quick uh we want to uh say if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please do that so you know when a new episode comes out uh, you can have our apple podcast leave us a five-star review and write something nice we'd really really appreciate that okay back to back it back yep to, back it back it Back a rat. I was gonna say back at it. Back a rat. Back a rat is a gambling game. Yep. Uh, also, Bert Baccarat. You can find him in Vegas uh, playing well, the playing the the strip. You have a lot more knowledge about Vegas than I do. Yeah, I, I've been. Have you ever been to Vegas? Nope. I have been I've, a couple times. Oh, I have. I've been to the airport in Vegas. Okay. That doesn't count. I felt the dry heat. I hate it when people say that. I felt You're the dry heat. You're not allowed to say you've been somewhere. And I almost touched. I almost touched a gambling machine. I don't know what those. What are they called? Slot machines. You know I'm, nothing. I'm the expert you know at gambling. Nothing. I am the been expert to the Las at gambling. Vegas airport. You know nothing. Look, okay. I have Google. I know a lot You're about gambling. A fool out of okay. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've been to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have done some gambling in the past. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a very different view on gambling now than I did then, and I think uh, if if you asked a room of a hundred Christians what is the deal with gambling, you'd probably get a mixed bag. Yeah. This is not one of those black and white things as far as the response you'll get no that doesn't necessarily mean it's not a black and white thing what the bible says yeah it's just black not necessarily black and white with what the response we might get well and here's uh so see one of the funnest the like the funniest memories i have tied to gambling my, my mom is born on july 7th and so on july 7th of 2007 my grandpa came to visit us in indiana and he okay. bought my mom like like 20 dollars worth of scratch tickets or whatever and okay. i just think like it's just so funny how like there are certain numbers like tied to gambling. There's all this like weirdly like, even like gamblers, like career gamblers, like right. they have to be wearing the same thing. It's it's almost as superstitious as like as as sport sporting events are like you know sports players like you should be wearing the same hat, like have to do the same kind of motions and stuff like that. It, I just think it's funny. It is kind of funny. I I think okay. Here is what I would say before we get to some scriptures, which we'll yeah. dive into to kind of address some things. But here is like probably the uh, anti-gambling arguments, Mm -hmm. I would say, just generally speaking. Um, Let me know what you think about these. I would say like uh, one of the Christian anti-gambling arguments would be that it is a careless use of the money that we're called to steward. Yeah. Right? Like we we also wouldn't say like, thank you to the Lord for the money gives us and then go throw it down the toilet and flush it or put it in a fire and burn it. Yeah. Most people would say that gambling, since... The house always wins, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that games, gambling games in casinos are not rigged, but they're set up for the house to win. Yeah. Um, we're going to get in, into some more stuff later. I'm going to blow your minds with some things. I'm going to blow your mind I'm, with some I'm things ready. that I know. I'm ready. That I know. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's some ways to cheat the system, so on and so forth. Yep. But casinos don't like people who cheat the system Ooh. and they'll kick you out. Why? Because they just want to keep making their money and of course. taking your money. Of course. Okay, so that's the argument number one. It's a yeah. careless use of the money we should be stewarding. Mm-hmm. Well, like, and so 
thinking about the pro the pro gambling side, like oh, just okay. some just some rebuttals, some rebuts sure. against uh, Ooh, what you just said. Uh, is like, I mean, you're going to spend your money on on pointless stuff, anyways. Like, okay. especially as Americans, you know. Um, and so it's like, okay, but is that right? Is it right? Exactly. And like, but that that's a deeper that's a deeper issue, okay. though. So like, staying on the vein of gambling, though. You like you're gonna spend your money on shoes or clothes or you know whatever and like so if you see it as a fun activity mm-hmm. where you're gonna go and you're gonna play some cards and the way to play cards competitively is to bet a little bit of money then that's great like I think that it's it's appropriate for you to gamble if you go to like Las Vegas let's say you go to Las Vegas and you say like I have two hundred dollars in this hand and I'm going to spend this two hundred dollars playing you know like or gambling. And once that $200 is done, that's it. You okay. know, that's all that I have. So you're saying it's more of a self-control issue. It is. Because I do, I would kind of agree. Yeah. Because I could kind of like link the same kind of thing. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I used to beg my mom for money to go to the arcade. Yeah. Which was hours of entertainment. Yeah. That to me was worth the money. Mm-hmm. Right. To some other people, they'd go, what a waste of money. Yeah. If somebody goes to a casino and gets hours of entertainment by sitting there and pulling a handle on a slot machine and they go home and they go, I lost 20 bucks. I had a great night at the casino. Is that any worse than going to an arcade? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so is what in the in the anti gambling argument is what's bad about gambling. The fact that you're hoping to win more money. Is that like the bad thing? Uh, I mean, but even then, though, like, I mean, nobody I wouldn't even dog that because like. I think the problem is, is I, I walk into, you know, a casino and I have $200 in my hand and I don't win. I actually spend all that $200 and I'm broke, you know? Right. And so then I say like, okay, I'm going to go pull out another $200 mm. and then another $200 and then another $200. Sure. And now I've gone way over my budget and I'm probably pulling out like loans or whatever, or like debt. I'm going into debt. Right to finance like my my need to win a game. Right. That's a that would definitely be the difference between I want to get a couple hours of entertainment and then I have the self-control to go, all right, I set aside that money to yeah. have a few hours of inter- entertainment, whether that's racing go-karts, playing video games, or well, playing some cards at a table, and then I'm all done, versus I have a love for money and I think I could win more yeah. money, right? Which was, I have like Hebrews 13, five pulled up. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave nor forsake you. Yeah. Right? That's that's Hebrews 13, right? Like yeah. um, the idea of like, you know, the using money for entertainment is different than the love of money. Yeah. Right? The love of money that consumes you. Mm-hmm. So that would kind of be the big issue there. Well, and I think like, oh man, we're going to get into kind of like some weird, weird oh, conspiracy let's do stuff. Yeah. So like in casinos, they... is Wait, is there ever an episode where you don't get into some sort of conspiracy uh, well, thing? You know me and you know that I'm a conspiracy theorist. Okay, go. Okay? Yeah, get uh, it. First of all, Take us down the on the podcast, hole. Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, secondly, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, no, so like my biggest thing is is you know in cons- in casinos like they do have it have it worked out so that people do win every once in a while like oh, there's sure. always a grain of hope oh, so sure. it's never like oh this like this nobody's won in this casino for the last like fifty years oh no it's they like, don't do oh that. yeah no somebody won just last week and they won ten thousand oh, dollars of course you know somebody just won hundred thousand dollars last week so it's like there's always that you could win. But when you think about it, it's like, no, the odds are so against you, you know, in the going. odds are against you. But you're right. Like even like every dog has his day, like every schmuck 
has the opportunity, the possibility of walking in and winning out of sheer dumb luck. Yeah. You may have never played blackjack before and you flop a 21, you go, this is great. Yeah. And you don't realize that 90% of the rest of the time you're going to lose. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's a dopamine rush that comes with winning mm-hmm. an exhilaration that comes with like, Oh, I'm winning. I'm doing good. I'm getting money. I love this. Mm-hmm. Some people are not necessarily addicted. Now this is weird. Like are not necessarily addicted to the, the love of money as much as here's what's really weird. Just the act of gambling itself and the, the mm. in, like the dopamine rush, yeah. the rush of actually playing whether yeah. they win or lose. It's really weird. Some people yep. will say, some gambling addicts will will actually say that losing is even better. Like it makes them feel alive to lose. Wow. Yeah, weird. That's huh? interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's really, there are like, you, you could do a Google search gambling addiction and you'll come up with the first whole page on Google is like gambling addiction, like rehab. Okay. Like, I mean, it's a legitimate like yeah. addiction that a lot of people have and they can be addicted to different things. Wow. Whether it's the money or the feeling or the habit or whatever. Actually, really interesting. I read the book Power of Habit by, don't know what his name is, uh, yellow cover book, Power of Habit. And is it Gary Vee? No. No. But in it, uh, he talks about, it's all a book about like psych- psychological like tendencies and habits that we mm-hmm. have. And the book is encouraging you to form good habits. But he goes in depth about a woman who is a gambling addict mm. and who literally like gambles away like the like the money for the mm. house, the cars, yeah. everything. Like yeah. she gambles everything away, and she just feels like she needs to play, mm-hmm. like to feel whole. Yeah, like she doesn't even feel like she, she's like I have no chance of winning. I still got to play. Wow, weird man. That's so crazy. Well, and like another like weird thing is is that normally the people that do like like lottery winners and stuff like that, like people that win in those cer- oh, certain yeah. certain circumstances, they don't know how to like manage their money either so like you hear all these stories about some guy winning you know a hundred million dollars and blowing through it in two years like how is that possible like that is an insane amount of money that you have to spend every single day to blow through it in two years so it's like you know really when you when you think about it like gambling now there are those professional gamblers out there that you know they read cards and what i think is hilariously stupid is anytime you play cards with somebody Uh there's always like one or two people in the group that says like oh i don't i don't gamble i know how to read people i'm like okay sherlock holmes like stop it let's actually okay before i go into that i want to talk about that in a sec but i wanted to read the scripture which is proverbs 13 it says wealth gained hastily will dwindle and whoever gathers little by little will increase it Mm -hmm. all right and so um just like wealth gained hastily. Yep. Like you don't appreciate it. Like yep. it's true. 95% a lot of winners broke mm-hmm. right now today. Yep. And it's because like money is such a, there's a reason that like God talks about money so much. It's yeah. not because he loves money. Mm-hmm. It's because he knows how much issues we have with yeah. money. Well, right? and like, you know, Bible always talks about, you know, if you're faithful with the little things, you'll be faithful with the, with the big things or like right. with much. If you're faithful with little, you'll, you'll be faithful, faithful with much. much. So it's like, you know, when you, understand like the habits that it takes to make money like accumulate wealth Mm -hmm. and then you know use it wisely to accumulate more wealth right like then it really unlocks the doors for you but if you just get money all it's it's just like what is that generational rule where it's like the first generation uh makes the money the second generation maintains the money and the third generation spends the money yeah where it's just like you know by the time it gets to the third generation they don't understand what it means to work hard right and so they just all right i'm gonna spend you know buy this buy that buy this and you know then they've 
gone yep. through it. And then the fourth generation has to start over, has to start over because they came up in a generation that didn't have any money because it all got blown. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like Luke 12 says, um, and he said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Yeah. Right. So like, again, just, uh, I could read so many scriptures, the warning against coveting things that you like you want and mm-hmm. thinking money is the solution finding fulfillment in solution or in that solution so yeah. there's definitely a danger there but the thing i wanted to talk to you about check this out yep. so you started talking about card counting yeah but that's a real thing okay i'm not gonna this is not a conspiracy oh, theory I rabbit get it. hole yeah so check it out um i'm gonna talk about two things number one let's talk about uh one of the most popularized forms of gambling and that is poker specifically Texas Texas Hold'em okay and the World Series of Poker yeah it's the same four or five guys every year competing in the World Series of Poker are they just the luckiest dudes ever there's actually a skill aspect to the game right that you can play I do not refute that so I get it that there are professionals out there that do understand statistics and odds yeah and I would never play poker with a detective and I'd never play poker with a statistician right because they'll they'll sweep the floor with me also never play poker with a woman who has a dagger tattoo on her yeah that's (laughs) like you might as well just sign your life and your kidneys away right then um, but like at the same time though, like my friend, like Joe Schmo or whatever, mm-hmm. like who's, who's a, who's a, you know, father of two, like, and he's not going to be able to do that same kind of like skill set unless he's had the same experience. But it's like, for right. the most part, most, most of the people, I just think it's funny. Like I've only played poker a handful of times and each time I have, right. you know, I have some like college friend or whatever that's like, I just know how to read people. And it's like, yeah, sure you do, dude. Well, there's like, a difference, right? Like, like. People who play Texas Hold'em mm-hmm. and are get really, really good at the game mm-hmm. would say it's not gambling. It's a strategy yeah. game. And it's and so what do you say to those people? Are they gambling? Well, and I think like it it speaks for, for itself, right? Where it's like, well, so we have a we have a good friend and her and her brother does uh does a lot of gambling professionally. Okay. And he's very good at it, right? Okay. But he'll also he also loses large sums of money. Large sums of money because you are playing against like when you like every single time you get to that like next level, you end up playing. Now like when you're in the Texas like World Series of Poker, you're not spending your money, you're spending your sponsor's money, right? So like Maybe, a lot of yeah. those guys are sponsored by, you know, this company or that company. Not and, always. Not always, but I mean, for the most part, yes. But it's like, to me, it's like, you know, there's always gonna be somebody that's better than you Mm -hmm. unless you get up to that level. Right. And so it's like, you know, even though you might, you might be playing based off of like your skill set, I still think there's such a, there's such an easy, you have to, you have to rein it in. But, okay, hold on though, because would we call uh, like working the stock market gambling? Ooh. So is the stock market another form of gambling? Again, that's the question, right? Because like. It may not be you guessing like numbers and, you know, like I'm playing the lotto and scratching yeah. the ticket, but you're definitely putting large sums of money and being willing to lose large sums of money yeah. in the hopes that that quote unquote gamble yeah. pays off. Next step. Ready? And you can answer this mm-hmm. one and then the next one at the same time. Is an entrepreneur doing something un like unbiblical by gambling on himself and mm-hmm. starting a new business? It's not a guarantee. Yeah. Like, right? Like it is technically a gamble because 
eight out of 10 businesses fail within the first year. That's true. The odds are against him. Yeah. Would we say, yo, as a Christian, you shouldn't gamble like that. You should just work the nine to five and do the smart thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, let me, <clears throat> yeah, I can't answer that. It, like with the stock market, I mean, I think that there's a lot of research that you can do. Like for instance, you can like you can sit down and maybe read somebody's body language or read somebody's like this or that. But you also might have that like, like 55 year old, like lady that walks in for the first time, never played poker in her life. Sure. And she gets like, you know, uh, uh, an ACE and an eight. And she's like, I'm going to go all in, you know? And you're like, like but what the, the heck? same thing could like, happen in the stock market. Yeah. I could open up E-Trader right now, put like a hundred bucks in some stock and then luck out. And yeah. tomorrow wake up with uh, like a hundred thousand dollars and be like, well, that's the same thing. Well, that's true. But you can also like when you, when you, I mean, and that's just being more informed about the process. Though. But I guess like, the, so the question is, if there is any level of skill to the game or to the thing that you're doing, yeah, where do we draw the line as far as like, oh, that's unwise. You're being a bad steward. Because here is the example I'm about to bring up. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I watched a documentary and I have the trailer literally queued up here. I'll show it to you later. Okay. But it's called holy rollers the christian card counters (laughs) wait wait is that the name of it oh i gotta pull it up it's called holy rollers the true story of the card counting christians you have to watch this documentary it was a club started by two pastors that learned how to count cards playing blackjack and they started like they got incredibly good at at playing blackjack yeah and they were making hundreds of thousands of dollars wow and they were taking these hundreds of thousands of dollars and supporting their families while they were able to do ministry and then giving the rest of it away to support the church that's crazy and foreign missions yeah and there are some funny moments they built a blackjack team of like 20 to 25 people almost all of them were christians wow and they're like mom on the worship team yeah like you know, old retired guy who does the seniors ministry, they all come in and they're taught how to count cards. That's awesome. And the two pastors who had created a stake would stake them, mm-hmm. like sponsor them basically. Here, here's 20 grand. You know yep. how to count cards now. I want you to go into that casino and I want you to play the game we've taught you to play. Mm-hmm. And they come out with 60 or 70 That's grand. That's crazy. And, they, and it became like all of them learned how to make a living. Yeah. And they're like, that was like the whole documentary is like, is that legit? Is that oh, biblical? Of course. Can they do that? Or yeah. are they allowed to do that? That's unwise. It's such a funny documentary. Well, and like, that's what I don't have anything wrong. Like I have nothing against that. Okay. Because like that is strategy. But like at the same time, um, what is it? Is it, is it craps? Yeah. Or craps or the, what's the other one with roulette. the, with the ball roulette. Yeah. Roulette. Oh, I like, love roulette. That is all chance. There's nothing there's, about like, there's no strategy. That's not true. There is no, that's not true. You, Sweet I'm man, you. I'm not trying to defend you gambling. Spin, you spin Shut something. Your dumb, you spin something, mouth. and you throw a ball in the other direction. I'm not even trying to stand up for gambling right now, but mm. you have to at least admit that any statistician would look at the game of roulette and say, "I'd play that game because if I watch that ball land on red enough times." The statistically, it starts becoming less probable it will continue landing on red. I should start betting black. Yo, I'm not saying it's a smart I thing. I'm not saying make a career at a roulette, but I'm saying you uh, have to at least acknowledge that people who study statistics would say there's some there's some statistical analysis and even like a game like roulette okay. or even a game like craps where you have to roll sevens or elevens. What are the odds between two dice that have six sides that you'll roll sevens and elevens? 
how how it's how much do I want to push my luck before the statistics say, yo, you should back off right okay. now. Okay. All righty. So, yeah. So there are some of those. I don't think any of them are wise. Yeah. By any way, shape, well, or form. Well, uh, there's definitely less of a chance of, of winning big in yeah. them. Like you might be able to win like hundred dollars here and there, but less of a chance of winning big. What I what I will say though is like the gambling scene, especially when you think about Las Vegas and stuff like that, yeah. it's not it's not designed for the pros. It's designed for the average person like me that's going to walk onto the thing, you know, half... Dr- that's the other thing about gambling is, at, at least in Las Vegas, okay. most of it is tied to drinking. Debauchery. Drinking, where they're right. like, hey, just keep drinking. We'll give you drinks for free as right. much as you want as long as you keep spending money at our table. But what, are, are we saying having a... Having a cocktail and a oh, lovely night on the town is bad. Mm. You're against mm. having a Moscow mule. No, and I'm not. A slot machine handle. I'm not. But you, but for the for the man that spent the last eight hours in that place and he smells like <laughs> booze and cheap cigarettes. Yes, it is a uh, terrible thing. Nothing like so, the smell of Las but, Vegas menthol cigarettes and bad <laughs> hotel lotion to just <laughs> help you remember a vacation. Las Vegas just has a distinct smell of of like Elvis Presley. Like it's yeah. just no. But like, I mean, that that goes to everything within human nature. Like, right. we always take something that could be that like could be a nice, fun activity, and we inflate it to this horrible thing, which right? Is huge, yeah. Which is huge. Which is okay. Back back to the Bible, right? Yeah. Like, which is why we already kind of said, but why Christ talks so much yeah. about money, the mm-hmm. love of money, the use of money, yeah. the stewarding of money, because he knows that our human nature our sin nature yeah. is to abuse things yeah. right that are good and right and beautiful like yeah. money can be used for beautiful things money can be a good and fine thing but mm-hmm. they can be abused like right like yeah. they can abuse be abused massively and become unhealthy things yep. anything can food sex wine money yep. games anything can become unhealthy yeah and i mean i think like at the end of the day though when you <clears throat> i don't know I think my thing is there are so many people nowadays that struggle with gambling, especially in the United States, because it's right. such a huge thing that as Christians, once again, we need to be very careful with how we kind of toe that line. Because just like, you know, with alcohol, like if you have a friend that might struggle with alcohol, like you're not going to have a beer around them, you know, right. in the same way, like, you know, you, we just have to be careful because right. there are, and like even, especially in the United States where uh, you can play like the lottery system. I mean, mm. like I have some friends that have, have that have stories about watching people like come into the the, come into a like a gas station like scratch off a ticket and just seeing like their entire demeanor like and you can tell like oh you spent the last twenty dollars that you have this week trying to like hit it big in the lottery system yeah. so i like um when i take my kids to like the like local uh, uh activity not activity center like yeah. family fun center oh, with yeah. video games yep. i really like the game where you drop the token in and it it goes down and tries to push more tokens yep. out it's straight hey, gambling. What about and I enjoy that? Yeah. To- I enjoy that token. Isn't game. it crazy though? It gives me a little dopamine rush when I want one token in. Yeah, I get five back, and I'm like, yeah. But you know what always happens? I lose all my stinking tokens. Yep. Well, and isn't Which that crazy? Probably the total of like. Isn't that crazy though that Dave and Buster's is teaching like eight year olds children nowadays to to play to play gambling games? That's right. Because it's it's pretty. All it is is even like I remember there was this old game that used to have this light that would spin around in a circle. Love that game. And then you know you 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 try to get it directly Love on the deck. I like that is partly a game of 
skill. Like, skill where you have to react very quickly. Absolutely. But as as an eight year old, you don't have the reaction time of a fighter pilot. Of course. So not. you're literally like trying to hit it. Yeah. But I mean, it something that goes around in a circle, spins around a circle, and yeah. once it stops. You win a certain amount of money. There is, is a that, little is bit. Is that not of, a little bit of? There's a little bit of training yep. going on there that says, like, look how much fun it is to risk. Yep. To risk your money, your token, yeah. and get tickets. Yeah. And take that fifty dollars worth of money that you spent and get a two dollar and fifty cent oh, yeah. whoopee cushion. I love it. Isn't that fun? Yep. There's something about. There's that. something about We're it. Teaching. There's kids something about it. I thought this was another really really good scripture, which is Matthew chapter six verse twenty four. Mm-hmm. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Mm-hmm. You cannot serve God. And money. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I think, I, I I feel like we're starting to kind of land the plane a little bit. Yep. We're getting to the place where, like, I think there's not necessarily anything inherently wrong yeah. with no. gambling. Not at all. There is something wrong with the motives. Yeah. There can be things wrong with the motives, yep. right? Well, and, and too, like, a lot of gambling has, I think, a lot of pride built into it. Like, you mm. don't you don't want to put this hard-earned money that you've that you've made right. down on a table and then lose it all. Like, that's just something, I don't know, at least as a man, like, that's something that's, that's like, it just is my pride. Like, right. here's what I've worked for, and now I'm going to lose it all to some, like, Joe Schmo sitting yeah. next to me. So, it's like, I, I do think that there's a little bit, and, like, in the Bible, it talks about, like, pride comes before a fall, where it's sure. like, I think that's what also drives you to kind of go deeper and deeper, where you're like, yeah. I'm not going to be beat. I'm not going to be staged up. So, you're right. Like, <clears throat> gambling is obviously a hard issue. Um, and if you have a problem with it, like that probably means that you have a problem just like with money in general, like maybe managing money, like you should really be careful. I mean, again, it could be the money thing. It could be the, the rush, the like adrenaline, the dopamine. It could be all of those things. It's, it's definitely like something to like take stock of and be careful with. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like something we didn't talk about or want to like touch on quickly is a lot of people will say, you know, like, oh, well, it's like extra money. It's like throw around money. It's Mm -hmm. like recreational money that I've saved to do stuff with. Some counter arguments would be like, well, like, why do you have, there's no money that's throw around money. Like Dave Ramsey would say, every bit of money should have a dollar or like have a home, right? You should send it somewhere. Yeah. But like people are willing to say, but you should definitely take a date night with your wife yep. and go have a nice dinner. And it's like, yep. well, that costs extra money. We could have just mm-hmm. eaten beans and rice at home. Yeah. So there's like always there's like this give and take. Whereas I think maybe it is a little bit in the gray. Yeah. It's like you know what? If I want to say I I saved twenty dollars and me and my wife are gonna go to a casino and play some slot machines and have some laughs or something and have a few hours and it's a memorable night. Yeah. Is that really so bad? Yeah. I'm not personally going to do it because I don't find any enjoyment in it, but no. is that really so bad? Well, I mean, those people that say that kind of stuff, you know, they like, they just want to sit in sackcloth and ashes all day, you okay, know, gotcha. or, or they're, you know, it's like, yeah, like if you don't plan on ever having fun in this life, like great, like just sit in your house Good and you. eat like beans and rice, yeah. you know, for the rest of your life yep. and live for the next 50 years and, and, and die. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, but the Lord never said like, I want you to be miserable in this life just so, like so that you can get up to right. heaven and have a lot of fun. He's like, no, like, like 
obviously this life will have its troubles, but like your delight is in me. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's okay to like have fun on this earth. Just recognize that like, like you said though, like those Christians that the, the holy rollers, yeah. like they understood like, Hey, we're going to use this money. Like we're one going to have livelihoods out of this, right. but two, like we're going to donate large portions of it yeah. to supporting the church and supporting like God's, God's eternal glory. So Dude, best part of the best part of that documentary yeah. is where they're baptizing the people in their blackjack club in their card counting oh, club. No. So amazing. <laughs> really, really good. Did, was it water or was it just a it was it just a stack of cars that it was they just, just like a Scrooge McDuck? Like they just dumped him in a <laughs> vat chips. of like dollar bills and chips. No, no, no. They 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 baptized him in water. Okay, I have one gambling story. Yeah. Because I have I have tried it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh in Las Vegas. I was visiting and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I play. I'm like, I'm going to play roulette. Yep. Yep. I'm yeah. going to play roulette, right? So I'm playing roulette and I had like, I think $10. I'm like, okay, I have like $10 of like extra money. At that time, like I was like, I could either go blow this on like some dessert or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, or I could just try my hand at it. Yep. So I ended up winning like 120 bucks playing roulette. Oh, okay. And I was like, I had $120 in my hand. I was like, uh, I'm all done. Yeah. And I like backed out. I was like, I'm totally, that was awesome. Yeah. Right. And I was like, that was cool. And a guy stepped up after me and put down $5,000 oh. and he doubled it playing oh. roulette. And as soon as he doubled it, the table just filled and he oh, just, and he just man. went, let it ride. Oh, and he let it ride again and he doubled it. Oh, and he did no. it like five or six times. He just kept going let it ride until he had this stack of like chips and it was what? like probably like $35,000 or $40,000 or something and every time he would go let it ride even me I just everybody was circling he was going oh, like amazed right <laughs> that is and fantastic it is the best part of my night let it ride spin wrong thing takes all of his money and literally like the crowd just dispersed and left him there like depressed and alone and sad. And I remember looking at him and he was so bummed. And I went, I just made $120. (laughs) (laughs) And I walked away and I got my dessert. That's a great place to end Amazing. it. I love yeah. that story uh, so much. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's my gambling story. <laughs> oh, man. Goodness. Well, thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Once again, we are going to be uh, uploading more consistently, at least until uh, the holiday season rolls around, which will be in the next few weeks. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. And we would love to hear your thoughts on gambling or any other topic, uh, you know, that revolves around, well, things we can talk about from yeah. the lenses of the Bible. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Biblical Lenses. Uh, you can check out the show notes um, and we have more episodes in the past and coming as well. We release a fresh podcast every single Wednesday. We would love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us and subscribe in whatever podcast player you choose. We will see you later.